What's up, world? It's your nighttime boy, Sway, from MTV News. And we are back for a post-game children sleeping episode 76 of Knifey Lion Murderer. My name is Jonah, somehow not named fan of the year today. I've missed four home games since the team was formed, but whatever, doesn't bother me at all. Joining me, folks, it's time for internet worlds to collide in your fucking face. It's three deaf, the meme king himself, aka Joe, aka Buzz. Present yourself. All of the above. Uh, what's up, the internet? world that's it <laughs> kind of wanted to say uh Boom. hey subs happy to hey, be hey, here <laughs> I forgot, I forget. <laughs> what, was, what was your favorite moment from the song that we sang to ron yans and also what was your favorite moment from the last four years of soccer what should i refer to you as on the podcast you know uh with joe Just joe <laughs> that's fair uh joe buzz three deaf uh, could you quickly tell us cloud? Yeah, how many games have you missed in your uh, four years of intense fandom? So I think uh, let's see. Last season is the first one that I actually went to, like like actually went out to matches because I was pressured to go be in public. So what happens when you're very cool online? People want you to be cool face to face. It doesn't work. Uh, I don't really know how to be cool online either, but there's a microphone. I bought one. It's so not a therapy session, all right? I just wanted a number. I'm guessing 49 uh, games you've missed, well, there, huh? there's something more. I kind of asked it in the way I wasn't wanting it to be asked. If you were to ask how many I went to this season, I would say I went to every home match this season except for one. And that was the most recent. Let's see. That was Chicago because someone got married and we were bad. So... I turned plastic and didn't go. Well, you're dominating golf either way. It's, yeah. His, his mind must you know, be breaking right now with you on, on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll get a DM from a, from a few people. Just one DM, but a few people. They're all going to come together. Into the <laughs> Discord's day. really going to light up tomorrow. But, uh, I have no idea. Yeah, Tonight, we'll keep it concise. Already off to a bad start. As we look back at the final home game of the year, that's the FCC. Recap. Recap. Um, Recap. Yeah, it's too. I, was, I didn't give Kevin enough time. These Sunday games, whew, not enough time for Kevin's MLS minute, but that's okay. We have Joe's MLS hour. And in honor of the final home game of the season, I'm counting down my top 10 top nippered 10 moments, moments of the, moments season. Of the season. season. And I'll tell you what, not the easiest list to put together. 10 awful moments would have been much easier, but I'm going to be positive for a change. Joe, how excited are you about the top 10 moments of nippered? I'm going to tell you that uh, the best parts of the season were being at home. It's even though we were pathetic or terrible or a combination, I'm I'm ready to hear the good. That's all I need. I just want to, you know, every time we cheered for Jimmy, every time Jimmy got out there, I just want to hear all the stories about how he, you know, he came in in the 80th minute and he, he hustled. That's all I want to hear about. So I'm ready. Let's go. Well, Jimmy didn't play this year, so there won't fortunately be any Jimmy stories. But uh, we had a lot of rain at the beginning of the year, remember? It seemed like we just couldn't get a game oh without rain. All right. We were we were begging for sun and you're, heat and you're, boy. You were eating wet hot dogs or was it wet brats? That you found? Uh, listen, listen. I didn't know this was. I thought that <laughs> you didn't want to perform therapy because you might have to. This is a positive thing. Oh, man, that thing was so soggy. No way. If anyone if anyone wants more evidence of the soggy, uh, what is that? Skyrosa. 
hit me up. The one thing that no one else really knows about is the <clears throat> sat in the rain for 45 minutes, Coney, that I forgot was under my bleacher that I also ate. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll find some time for that. Uh, but first of all, no, why not? First of all, what am I saying? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, put the uh, put the Coney ASMR in right here. <laughs> God, that was go. disgusting. Uh, is there anyone you want me to put in the cave before I do the cave of wonder? Is it, you got a special no. shout out? <sighs> Amelia has just gone above and beyond in the last couple of weeks. It's so impressive. She's been showing up and showing off and showing out. So come on in. She never gets mentioned on the podcast. So Amelia. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. that I'm, It's weird of me to bring up some random person that no one really has ever heard about. So if you're confused, sorry. It's just a little inside joke between me and myself. No Dr- one else knows. What, dry your lederhosen, even though it wasn't wet. Inside the John Hart's, John Hart's Cave, Cave of, wonders. of Wonders. Also saw your tweet about the Coney flag. We know exactly who made the Coney flag. and uh, It's one of the reasons there's any good design surrounding this team. So... Uh, that's all I'll Every say for good now. Everything comes yeah. from the same collective. I could tell you what supporters group it was and what it wasn't. They yes. have a lot of are the they they have a lot of the pride in what they do. That's right. It's the brioche, where everything good comes from. But first, uh, I know you have more to say, but I got to pay the bills. Hey, FCC fans, including Joe, <laughs> I completely forgot what I said. You want to find out how to read an app? Uh, I'm not reading. I do it off the top of my head now. That's why uh, it's in the contract. Uh, hey, SEC fans. Now I got to go back. I legit <laughs> having a brain uh, Something fart. about showing your pride. Showing you want to show pride? your pride in a whole new way? Now you can with the brand new First Financial Visa, FCC First Financial Visa debit card. <laughs> Visa, all new Visa debit card. <laughs> First Financial Bank. Uh, First Financial is the exclusive banking partner of FC Cincinnati. And they're just as committed to this club as you and I and Joe are. Not only does the card look awesome, have you seen the card? I have. It's It's got, uh, the lion's name is Gary. It's got <laughs> Gary. We can talk about that. Uh, not only does the card look awesome, but it gets you discounts on stuff like FCC tickets and merch. And you know, soon enough, the season's going to be over. You know, there's going to be extra sales. So you can just layer those discounts up for the merch. You know, you got the end of the year sales mixed with your first financial sales. <sighs> It's almost TG to BT. Find out how to get yours and to see account terms and conditions at bankatfirst.com first slash FC Cincinnati. First Financial Bank. You know they're a member of FDI. Joe, go ahead. Take it away. C. C. Indeed. How many cards are you up to? Nick was so perplexed by that question the other week. Yeah, I have one. I tried to get a second and they said that is illegal. Too, and the, too like, many deals. Yeah, I still have one. Yeah. Yeah, they said you're already getting stacks on stacks on stacks of deals. And they said we can't do stacks on stacks on stacks on. Well, you get the rest. And uh, you said that's fair. Uh, Joe, if anyone hears noise in the background, why don't you tell them what your wife is well, watching there's a, or what you're half well, watching? Well, uh, the, wife, the wife is watching The Masked Singer, but I just heard a dog pick up a squeaky toy because she's bored <laughs> and I've been gone for a few days. So. You might hear some of that. Well, I'm happy to be another reason your dog is sad. Um, but let's get into the <laughs> recap. Before we get into the game, this I think this came up today. I'm sure you saw this because you're uh, all over the internet. Justin Hoyt posted, I think it was an Instagram, where it said, like, thanks for three years. We're going to miss you guys. It's been great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, it was, probably... it was Instagram with, like, a Bitmoji on top of it, which I, which I think is supposed to be Snapchat. And then he, he, he took he a screenshot of his own okay, post yeah. and put it on Twitter as, you know, 
I would, if I were in charge of J slash H, whatever his branding company is, I would do the exact same thing. So nailed it. <laughs> Listen, this is, is going to be an issue. Um, but I appreciated it because there was a lot of coyness uh, last year about people coming or going. And I was like, is this guy saying goodbye? Like, uh, who is it? Kenny, Kenny Walker. I was like, dude, just come out and say it or don't. I, Hoyt, he made it quite clear. But uh, yeah, this was our last chance to see Justin Hoyt. And how were your emotions about it? You a little sad about it? It was kind of a, no, kind uh, of sad to read. It was hard to separate my social media background, you know, enjoying the way it was all handled from my emotions. So I was more proud of how he was able to get it on every platform before anyone, you know, came out like, what does this mean? What does this mean? No, he nailed it. He said, this is, this is a fact and no one has to question it. That's that was impressive how you could take your emotions completely out of the situation. Yeah. Like my sad dog right now. Just, yeah. I'm busy. Um, but Justin Hoyt, toy has been confiscated, by it's the way. Okay. You know, just add a new wrinkle to the podcast. Uh, I'm going to miss him. Um, you know, I guess the writing was on the wall, a new regime. He's pretty old. He wasn't a starter. It takes up an international spot, but, uh, he wasn't terrible this year. So, uh, Godspeed, Justin Hoyt. Any final messages for Justin in case he's listening for the first time ever, which would be very strange. Yeah. Just, uh, top shelf lad. Absolutely. That's, is that a Mr. Pac-Man quote? Absolutely. Mm. Top bruv. Absolutely. Bruv. Top. Whoa. Um, and I saw the starting lineup and, you know, I was thinking a couple weeks ago, maybe they'll put Corbin on the bench, give him one last hurrah in front of the fans. I'm assuming he won't be back. I guess he possibly could, but uh, no Corbin on the bench. Were you surprised we didn't get to, you know, cheer Corbin one last time? No, I don't think Ron's playing that kind of garbage. And I'm in a sense, I'm happy that Hoy didn't get to play. You know, there's that sentimental side of nothing matters right now, but it matters a little bit. We want people who are actually going to, you know, play next year to get some time now so we can pretend that we love so much when Tommy McCabe comes in. Hey, he had one rip. Wasn't that close, but oh, he had one. He, uh, his rip was very similar to uh, the way Dally scored. It was kind of falling and just flicking your knee up. Not, I want, I'm not dogging Dally, but I he wore, didn't have I wore the my Dally today. skill that Dally had with his rip. Yeah, so no Corbin send-off. Um Delusional people who didn't don't understand how the injured list works were probably still pining for uh, Jimmy McLaughlin. But no, GC Jimmy and Spencer led the march into the stadium. Well, I thought see, Spencer was wearing a non-goalkeeper kit today, and I thought that you know, you know if you put two and two together, does that mean Jimmy is going to start today? So <laughs> I I was hoping that someone would ask, like while they were in the march, like, hey Jimmy, are you playing today? No one asked him that important question, so I'm trying to find out if he's going to play against DC now. So someone needs to figure out if he's going to get in. Um, yeah, he can't play. So just well, like that on your head. Listen, I know you're kind of biased against him. So oh, he can't <laughs> the play. Rules. can't play, but look, just pro the rule. <laughs> I know, I know you follow the rules and stuff, but uh, pro referees ain't looking. Just do whatever you want. All right. But then the game, we, we sent out a strong squad. Uh, Ram was going for it. He wanted to get his, uh, wait, did we, did we win? What was his one one in Montreal? Yeah, he wanted to get his first home win. And uh um, Montreal, the Canadian champions that are going into the <laughs> the CONCACAF Champions League. But can't beat us. Um, but we looked good. Orlando technically still playing for their playoff lives. Uh you said you just got back. Were you in GA or did you watch this one from home? 
I was in GA. I, I flew back so that I could make it oh, to this very important you. match. God bless you. Wow. <laughs> Hope I was hoping for it to be Hoyt's final match, but it's we've already moved past it. I don't I don't want to get my emotions into it. <laughs> of course. Um, but from your vantage in GA, did Orlando look like a team who is fighting for their playoff life? Because if you or, ask me, no. Orlando looked like uh, this team FC Cincinnati looks like when everyone thinks they've put out their best lineup and they finally have everyone back. And this is they're going to show them how it's done. That they looked like the first half season FC Cincinnati, and it was uh, it was pretty depressing, but made me feel like we knew what we were doing. I knew better, but it still felt like it. <clears throat> yeah, we were the better team. We had some good shots. Uh, Lamar had a fucking rip that went off the keeper, then off the crossbar. A few minutes after that, Ledesma gets the ball on the left, cuts it back to Alan Cruz, who buried it on the GA side. How'd that feel? Look at us scoring first. Early oh, thought, goal. You know, if we could pass from the end line two feet away from the goal more often, we would have a lot more goals. We don't get to the end line very much surprisingly and uh, honestly i don't want to derail the conversation but that's what jimmy was good at we like to stop a little before but jimmy loved to get to the end cut that seems down. like manu is trying to uh you know just hold the accelerator down the entire match the last let's say third of the season he's like i can be your jimmy oh baby. he's living for these applause uh, i'll give him credit today though he didn't he wasn't doing as much waving at the other players to get up with him which like kind of threw them under the bus because I think he's kind of going right. rogue. But uh, today he was chasing everything, but he wasn't like yelling at everybody else. It seems like he's got this propensity to go after Waston for some reason. Like you can't come to get me because we're in public. <laughs> so come up, get up here. And Waston's like, what do you want? Well, we should mention <clears throat> no Waston because of accumulation. So who was out there? Card accumulation. Was it card? Yeah. Was it cumul- or did he get a red card? Like, I already forget well, what happened. They well, got two I was, yellows. I was going to say accumulation on a foul that was ruled simulation later. Yeah, that was some bullshit. That it wasn't rescinded. <laughs> so in his place was Nick, much maligned Hagland. Tell you what, he didn't really get a foot forward. I, I, I assume you weren't being sarcastic. You called him your man of the match. Talk about hags not, out there, uh, huh? Yeah. How about hags? I saw way too much hags. You know, the uh, the second half was most of Atlanta's. Or sorry, look at me. Rivals. All I can think of is Lamar, you know, getting that that goal. That's, oh, I can't get – I'm ready to get to our moments, you know. Well, that was in All Atlanta, I can think of is uh, – or all I could see was Orlando trying to score on us. And Haglund was always where it landed. If it was going to Vander Verf, it was going to be too long. It was going to be – he's not in the right spot. Haglund even had to get after Michael a couple times. Mm. Uh, but Dutch boy. I just kept saying, like, it's going to go in and it's going to go to Haglin. And then you can ask uh, our buddy Eric. Mm. And we were just both waiting for it to go to him and him uh, deflect it right into the goal. There yeah. was actually one that TT was perfectly lined up for. And it just ricocheted right off of Haglund out of bounds. He was he everywhere you needed him to dude. be. I, yeah, that's true. He was. And then V-Dubs gets man of the match, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> They must have. Uh, they must have talked to Nick, and he said, "Listen, they already love me. I'm staying." <laughs> Not sure Michael, they do. <laughs> you need this. He does need this. I've been a little low on V Dubs. He was fine too. And uh, but yeah, before the first half, this is also on GA side. Lama gets taken down. He's going against. It's like one on one. Keeper comes out too. The ball gets passed. Keeper fucking puts his hip into him. Lama goes down. 
They review it. They say, no, I came back home. I watched the highlights on the Twitter. It looked clear cut, clear as day. That was a fucking penalty. There was a review for that? I believe I there was. I didn't notice any stopped. actual yeah, conversation st- of whether that was. I just thought it was a, I didn't see anything continue play. They yeah, did. There was and then there was the goalie had nothing to aim at. And he just came flying in as though he was going to play the ball. And they just sandwiched him. Yeah. Did you watch the replay? I watched it with my eyes in GA. That's true. Did yeah. Not watch the replay. Uh, God the forbid they put lie. the fucking replay on the big screen. They never do. They never do. Hey, Is that like an MLS hmm. directive, or they just? I was not gonna get to this it. later. But to get to it now. If you put the replays up, you cannot put the dog up twice. The dog had to have screen time. So <laughs> there was... which one do you want? <laughs> was it a service dog, or just like the rules just go out the window? I would I would assume it's a service dog, a black lab. You know. oh, I hope so. But uh, we could have used that salute, goal. Salute to that dog. We could have used that goal. We didn't get it. Uh, second half. I'll tell you what. They had a few more chances, but we continued basically domination. And then by the time we got to like the 83rd minute, we're fucking just hanging out in our offensive third, kicking around the corner. In fact, I thought we were a little too lackadaisical. I was like, guys, we're only one goal up. And, you know, I know we're having a fun controlling the ball. Greg Garza making glorious runs. Joe Jow styling. But, like, we needed that other goal because we've seen this script before. And then in stoppage time, what happens? You were there. Your side. <sighs> yeah, I, you know, it. it's hard not to feel it coming. Uh, I was wondering about the uh, the no calls on multiple different penalty opportunities, but, you know, we in the media decided we, we didn't care about that because we were <laughs> up by so much goal that we didn't need to concern ourselves with those calls. But who did it? But did if they had, cons- if they had concerned themselves, then that would have changed nothing either, but. Yeah, we, we could have saved it as the media collective. Um, yeah, that that that's such a it hurts. It's such a typical way to concede. Uh, it didn't hurt as much because you know no, nothing matters from here on out for us, and we yeah. did enough to not let them be happy when they left. But well, we deserve the so, win. We let's be real. You know what? I'm gonna mark it right now. Hold on, let me get a pin. Are you giving us the three points? W. Appreciate that's a W. Three that. points. Thank you. And they actually didn't score, so we're still fighting to uh, only tie that record. Unfortunately for us, the record books might count that as a goal that they scored. And we were tied with Orlando of last year for the most goals given up an entire season. We had to pitch two more shutouts, and I was like, well, that's impossible. But we were minutes, fractions of several minutes away from getting another clean sheet after that Chicago game. We give that up. Game of minutes, as I yeah, always say. It is. It's that HBO show that Amelia doesn't watch. Yeah. Game, Game of minutes. minutes. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, yeah watch what, Game of Thrones. What is wrong with you? Know, so strange. But so we were the sole record holders of pretty much every bad record, and ironically, uh, Orlando gets out of the basement of that by scoring on us. But ends in a tie. They, they not enough. Themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, their poor fans. Did you notice their fans were sitting? 90% of the game. I did not notice their fans. So they had, yes. a, they probably had like the four, <laughs> they were, uh, fourth they were most fans. When, go ahead. Sorry, please go. I, I'm, I know I'm more talkative than a, than a Nick. Nick's very talkative. Is that a train? Where do you live? Train yard boy. <laughs> I live in silver Grove, home of the big trains. Is that where mama June live with boo boo? <laughs> Voodoo mama. June. <laughs> 
Honey Boo Boo, and they lived by a train track. That's the only thing I remember from that. Um, well, shit. But yeah, so I noticed their fans were sitting most of the game, and uh, it was kind of depressing. You just assume you're on the road, you stand the whole time, but they were like, guys, we're up here in this corner. Let's just. <laughs> We flew in from Orlando for this. Let's just take a seat. Well, that's what a forty dollar uh, Allegiant flight. They probably didn't put that much into getting here. Depends on the day, but I will say they are now. I think they needed to win out, and they needed several other teams to lose out to ha- still have a playoff chance. They were playing for everything, and they end up with a single point. Let's see if they're officially eliminated. I'm using the internet. Go to standings. so I'm gonna tell you that I saw FC Cincinnati tweet that their hopes were crushed as our celebration of the match. So there you go. Well, our Columbus had been eliminated as well. And Orlando is now oh, wait. behind Columbus. So yeah, huh. they have to be, <laughs> they have to be eliminated. My main source is this headline that I saw. Oh, there's a headline. Go for it. Yeah, there's a, there's a headline. So I saw this in the Orlando Sentinel. They said the dog days are over as Cincinnati draws the finish line for Orlando's playoff hopes. The dog days of summer. <laughs> and also, do you remember the dog on the screen? They must have they must have been at the match. <laughs> we in the media. We all we collectively decided we would talk about the dog. And wait. Um oh, my brother's texting me. You can call if you want. About to do the top ten list. If you should like sub me out and not tell him at all that I was here. No, he knows. You don't have to go anywhere. Oh, I think you can. I think on. you can make it. It's it's a Google Hangout. There can be multiple people on the call. It was. It was. It, I'm leaving this in too. Need to stop trying to make everything a meme. It's fine. <laughs> Let's see what he says. Um, man. So, any other final thoughts from the game? Um, I I need to mention. I love Joe Jow. I'd love for Joe Jow to stick around. Is there anyone out there who you're like? This is definitely the last time we're seeing this person. I know. You know, we're not roster experts, but. You know, TT made some big saves too. I give him some credit. Ledesma had some rips. Um, yeah, but was there anyone out there who were like, "This could be it for this guy"? Yeah, I don't. I maybe Spencer Ritchie. Uh, TT has. I mean, we're still letting people get to him, and he's. You know, I I'm very against the whole let's argue about a goalkeeper when we've got so much other stuff going on. But TT has been showing up. He gets his hand on that ball. There was a pretty uh, miraculous little, uh, I think it was his right hand save. He just yeah, he had two know, really great thing. saves. Yeah, a strong hand from TT, as Tommy G said. Um, Lots of spish. I think I looked at my brother when I asked a similar question, and he was like, "Lama." It's like, "Bye." Lama's a pricey guy. He, he's uh, he's eighty percent what you want. Unfortunately, the twenty percent are goals and assists. But, uh, if I recall correctly, it felt like we were trying very hard for him to want to be here. Does that sound accurate? We drafted him, and then we still didn't have him for a while. Yeah, we're obviously we far apart on the, on the monetary issue. And uh, once I saw his contract, it makes sense. He's like the fourth highest paid guy on the team. And uh, not always performing at the fourth highest level. But he did have that goal that you were so... I don't want to say you. We were you know also what? fond of. You know what? That was all, that was all Kenny's safe. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to play our last game. Is that still he's still part of the team? Um, yeah, I mean, there's more we could say about the game, but hey, last last home game of the year. Uh, I will. I'd like to mention Greg Garza really uh, giving 100 percent out there. My man was speeding down the flanks, very active, even late in the game, making runs. The, uh, 
doing the Jimmy as Manu was. <laughs> Jimmy. He was. He was giving it his all. Uh, going in hard on some tackles. And I, you know, I said, I was like, you know, you don't have to go into these 50-50 balls. No one's going to blame you, Greg Garza, for the rest of this year if you pull up instead of going in but uh he went I mean, in yeah. and he what got he, he, he took he a little hoping he would get hurt so he didn't have to be on the roster next <laughs> <year>. <laughs> he's gonna be tired to be hurt but, someone uh, please i'm fine with the conspiracy theory at any time so i appreciate that um all right that's enough recap let's get into my top 10 let's say it our our top 10, top 10 nippered, nippered moments nippered of the season, of the season. so you, you mentioned lamar earlier but lamar that was at atl so we're talking at Nippert Stadium this season, top ten moments of the year, and um, God, there's so many to choose from. I don't even know how many wins we had total this season at Nippert. Four, five max. I don't want to count live on there, but uh, now I wrote I this. Want you to do that. I wrote this top ten list before you had any involvement. Are there any personal ones for you? That, you know, not something that I would think of, not an obvious one like the Timbers game or something. Was there was there a moment that really stuck with you at Nippert this year that you want to share before I get into the top 10 list I had down here? So in the same sense of if you take away the goals, I'm going to say uh, me caring about the team is very less soccer centric and more experience centric. So I'm sort of a different demographic, I would say. It's perfect. Uh, the Kindle, the Kindle lost in goal celebration was fantastic. That was very impactful. And it was, you know, super early in the the MLS for us. Yeah, and it's it's stuck with me a lot. You know, that's and that's a very uh very quotable reason for Pat. You know, oh, he did it for his son because his son told him. No, oh, it was great. That? It was a great story. You know, uh, the only problem is it kind of set a tone of wow. There's going to be a lot of joy at Nippert this year. <laughs> and that was that was, we we peaked well, we peaked quite early. Listen, if any of you out there have ever watched a Cincinnati team play, you know how this story ends. I don't like. I don't like you to drag us. No I don't like to drag us say, down well, with other teams. The Bengals you know? almost beat the Seahawks. Man, we can do this. Look at the, look at who we play the rest of the year. We've got this. Oh, but there was a Bengals no. comeback against the Seahawks at Paul Brown a few years ago. That was glorious, and I was retweeting everyone who was like, "Game over, game over, game over." That's up. Sorry, it's just this is just one that sticks out to me. Kept tweeting, kinda, kept tweeting at Lance McAllister. Why are you still watching the game, Lance? You said it was over. <gasps> uh, anyways, uh, you got that list in front of you. I sent you. I have that list. All right, I'm gonna let's get right into it. My number ten, top ten moments of this season at Nippert. My number ten, Ledesma's illegal penalty kick that he scored on that led to a Wayne Rooney yellow card. Uh, to set it up, I don't even remember. I think it was a handball in the box against DC United. Ledesma, you're not allowed to come to a full stop anymore. Ledesma was like, fuck no. your rules, bro. Fuck your rules. Hold on. I'm going to give you my... What? Uh... <laughs> Almost done. Yeah, so he does this stutter step, but he like comes to a complete stop, takes the penalty. DC United is outraged. Wayne Rooney will not let the ref hear the end of it. Gets the yellow card. It was a great sequence of events in a game we uh, eventually lost, but... Uh, I loved getting the better of Rooney, getting him angry, and uh, and Ledesma getting a goal. So that was my number 10 moment of the year. What were you going to say about that moment, sir? I was going to say that his momentum, his forward momentum stopped, but I don't think he stopped moving. I think once he planted his foot, he sort of had a reverb that went up through him and then back down. 
I just think that he didn't expect to fully stop when he did that. He's done it so many times, you know, he didn't anticipate the brakes working so well. Well, as you saw tonight as well, Ledesma has mastered the dark arts and uh, he wins fouls in the most ridiculous situations. And you could just see the Orlando players tonight getting upset with him because it must just be really frustrating to play against him. And that's, uh, I would you gotta love him to be playing against him. Yeah. And now that he's done his whole, I'm just going to use my entire tank of gas moves, you know, he's, he's a shit disturber. Yeah, because he's looking for even more ways to slow things down because he's been sprinting. Yeah. Uh, but God love him. Um, number nine. Do you remember number nine? I'll let you read it if you remember it. Yeah, number nine was uh, Victor Uyoa's goal past the Butterfingers Houston goalie. You guys know him. Who <laughs> could forget? Yeah, Victor Uyoa, way outside the box. Not a goal scorer. I think he has two or three in his entire MLS career, which is a long career. Uh, he just has a go from outside the box, and somehow... The goalie lets it slip in. Terrible. I mean, it wasn't a terrible shot. I mean, it wasn't a goal-worthy shot. But, it was uh, a shot on goal that was would a have been a goal. shot on goal in the stats. And yeah. you know, that's something that we were looking for. But ended up being a real goal. And I'll tell you what, we needed every one of them because Houston came back that game, scored two goals back-to-back, and we're pushing for a third. We needed that goal. So a rare Victor Uyoa goal and a fantastic blunder which uh, I heard the Barley, they were just giving him shit the rest of the game nonstop. And uh, you almost fell for him. Did they have almost. clever names like Butterfingers for him? Not that clever. Or Banana. That's, that's next level. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Victor really, you know, he's got a very hateful passion towards any Texas teams now after they scorned him by letting him come here. <laughs> so... He just fires shots, just ripping rockets every time he gets a chance. After allowing himself to be traded. Melted through that glove. Number eight, very specific, uh, Heckling Gonzalez Perez from Atlanta and a random ATL fan. We mentioned this the other week. Remember, he got got cleated hard, was showing his belly. We audited in the rest of the game. The entire crowd. (laughs) Which had cleat marks that were obvious. (laughs) Not important. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, no. Uh, The entire crowd booed him the whole game. Anytime he touched the ball. And then about 10 rows in front of us was a a solo ATL fan. Got to yell at him, said, sit down. Said, where's your friends? And um, the fact that's number eight says more about just the year in general. But uh, I think where he went wrong was he told Ron Yans about it. Absolutely. Tell all the fans and, you know, we'll boo you personally. But, man, you turn over to Dad. Yeah, he opened the floodgates. He opened the Surprised there were not any pitch invasions, to be honest. No, I wanted there to be. But uh, just real quick, heckling from GA, you got that bowl. You're kind of far back. There's not much you can do there, unfortunately. It is quite easy to... uh, you know, it's hard to spark any chance, any, you know, group clapping. But it's pretty easy to get a boo going, I've learned. If anything, you know, this, that doesn't taste right happens up there, I can get up and start booing. Eric joins me in booing, and then it just kind of cascades. And yeah. It's powerful. Well, that's and good. And everyone just kind of looks up at the 10 away fans, and they aren't paying any attention. But we're like, what do you have to say for yourselves? Huh? <laughs> it's beautiful. That's good. I'm going to miss and it. And you can do the air jerk-off motion. That's all I would be doing to the away fans. Um but yeah, so that's the one good thing about 122 is we got the bench right there. We yelled at James O'Connor a little bit today. Not enough, not enough as I would have liked. Knowing not our as history, much as the Louisville game, I'm sure. No, where I was calling the Louisville coach James O'Connor, even though we didn't. Yeah, because uh, I didn't know the real guy's name. Let's move on. Number <laughs> seven. Um, I'll, you can say this, even though it's in the first person for me. 
Yeah, so our number seven moment is when <laughs> Jonah met Frankie's mom. Oh, yes. That's impactful for us that he met her. Yeah. You know, it it, it sort of defines the season. But it does. But just number seven. I'll let Jonah expound yeah. upon that. Yeah, I saw Frankie. I was wearing the Frankie Maya banner shirt. I went up. I introduced myself, talked to her. A real sweet lady. Truly a little angel. And she birthed her own little angel. Um He's out there doing his thing, and I I'm, I was happy I could make her feel welcome. You know, she's a stranger in this city. Hope she feels at home. I hope Frankie feels at home. I hope he doesn't miss California too much. I mean, you can't get much more different than L.A. than Cincinnati. But uh, yeah, great lady. My I'm I'm a little sad. Um, are you sad too that Frankie could not? Well, he's got one more game, so we'll give it to him. Though. I was really hoping Frankie could get a goal today because uh, I'm pretty sad. Yeah, that's what I already have the sad stockpiled for it. Yeah. Maybe he'll get one in DC. You never know. Anything's possible. Maybe, um, Maybe Paul Ariola won't score on us repeatedly and make me very sad in GA. Rooney's out in front of me. Did you see that? That means Paul Ariola has got to score. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a striker now. Uh, number six, another Ledesma penalty. This one's a little different. Ledesma's meaningful, meaningless penalty against Toronto a few weeks ago. Um, did you well up with the tears? We all you know, know the situation. Say, how do people say that, you know, there's no love in sports? This, this, Does anybody say people that? People try to keep politics <laughs> out. People try to keep religion out. God shined down oh, on yeah, this match big, and big, said, the big G. there's a little bit more time. And he just, <laughs> he just possessed the defender to say, hey, go get him in the box. And definitely go. an angels in the, <laughs> the penalty box. The Bailey started waving. Waving their arms like birds. Well, I guess like angels, but you know. <laughs> I loved that movie when I was a kid, by the way. Absolutely loved it. Uh, for sure. Young yeah. George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, God's Thumbnail. There's yeah, no such thing but, as a moon. It's God's Thumbnail. It was a great movie. I got a little emotional watching it even as a youth. But the goalie was actually going to dive the correct... He, I think he actually did go the right way, but he was going to get his hands on it. And then all of a sudden, he can't explain it. He felt a little tug, pulled his gloves away. Exactly, man has went in there. So if you yeah. watch it in slow motion. I, you can see it. I think uh, was it four one or five one. Either way, that goal may have seemed meaningless, but uh, you could see the emotion on, on Manu. So that makes it a top a top ten moment <clears throat> in, of the year. In all in all seriousness, I am pretty happy for him. I, as I said, I'm, my my fandom is more based on how I feel than how soccer is played. It's something I'm sort of learning as I go. It's pretty happy for Manu. I like seeing him out there. I know there's better to be had. I know there, you know, he does some bullshit out there, but I'm happy for him. It's the kind of thing that it's good that he had, especially when it didn't matter for the other teams. Like, just just let us have this. It's it's crazy. It seemed like, oh yeah, let's go Manu some time. He ends up probably being, you know, a top three player this season for us. <laughs> right. So uh yeah. But yeah, I remember when we we sort of wondered if he was gonna get a chance, and now it's like here, you're up front, man. We need, we need everything from you. Uh, number five. This was the only good part about the Columbus Crew game. The hell is real Tifo? Some have called what it the Tifo of the year. Sport. What'd you think about that? You know, you knew the design, but you saw it unfurled. You were thinking, it, we got this one now. You know, it was a pretty complex one. There were some doubters, and they were proven wrong. So, there you go. Um, they, said, what, they said this is too complex. Too complex. Or they said it this couldn't is be too, done. Hell is too real. It was. We said hell can never be too real. But what do you this think was Ohio. better? The hell is real, Tifo, or the FC Cincy is so 
Wonder Bar a couple weeks later. Um, I only talk about center aligned TIFOs. That was a left aligned, right? No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that counts. That's not a TIFO. That's just a TIFF. Just a TIFF. Uh, a high just quality, a high quality image file. <laughs> hashtag, everyone, everyone, tweet hashtag just the tiff. Just the tiff. <laughs> I think we're too late in the season to get any of our hashtags going anymore. Lord knows it, we've tried. Yeah, yeah um, thirty second co-host. This might be too high up, but number four, I called it Frankie's monsoon debut against Philly. Um, were you there for the monsoon against Philadelphia I, oh Union? God, I was there. That was our second home game. We had a draw. Was it a draw and two wins? Was the last three games, and we were ready. We said we'll suffer through this weather. Yeah, we were right. We know high. that we're up for some happiness. And man, that was the Cincinnati day. We, that was we crashed. We crashed down out. to earth pretty hard that game. Goodness, we uh, we well deserved. Made, made no chances. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> created Knowing nothing. How the rest of it played out. But uh, yeah, that was our our new uh, young king, Frankie. His first taste of uh fc cincinnati action and what a what a place to get it what a place to get it I felt amazing yeah you know uh, fans felt fans were amazing felt oh, santa yeah. anna that was fucking freezing i'll let you do number three. Oh, number three was uh the demayway working out we knew Absolutely. it was a change of course the demayway uh beating montreal at home and yuan demay's first game I'll tell you what i was feeling confident about that game and uh it was confidence worthwhile. Then we had the moment after the game with all of the remaining assistants embracing in a giant group scrum hug. You had to feel a little joy for him at that point. And uh, yeah, how'd you feel about that? Beating Montreal, get back to our rare winning ways. You know, what I took away from <clears throat> from that day was really you know, catch out and uh, a lot of relief. It's a good day. Fantastic uh, day. Yeah, and you know it's just you can just feel that there was, you know, I'm happy for whatever Koch may have created for us, but I'm very bitter for what I believe is a lot his fault for where we are right now. And that so gave I'm us really a, happy that, gave that us everyone was false, able to celebrate a win without yeah, him. Yeah, that gave us all false hope. Like, see, and then uh, things went bad at that. But I'll save that for next week for the <laughs> the moratorium or the memorial episode yon's way is you get to see the actual lineup on twitter which is the best way that's pretty good uh number two we watched this one partially together loose city extra time winner another rainy game this was a rare bright spot in the season it was our u.s open cup game against louisville city took us all the way into extra time and in extra time a beautiful cross to Kakutamane from Manuel Ledesma, who buried at home. And we celebrated in the mostly empty rows like there was no tomorrow. Take me back to don't that feeling. Don't forget the, uh, the TIFO. The plastic the beautiful, TIFO. Beautiful TIFO. Yeah, but I, don't, I couldn't make the whole game the moment. But that moment in particular, just we had so few moments like this, especially at that point in the season, that sweet relief, sweet relief. Was that the Adi goal? Adi did score that game in the first half, you know. Yeah. Okay. And uh, but yeah, we got oh, yeah, that. Was, was that a many goal after uh, after Manu passed it? Is that how that goal went? Did it's you exact, say that already? That's what I said. My, my brain's a little messed up. <laughs> yeah, Ledesma cut, cut it back on his left foot, and crossed a beautiful one to a streaking Kakutamana, and then we did lots of uh, like, I'm speaking for myself, a lot of air uh, jerk, jerk yeah, offs jerk towards off the of course, Louisville of fans up in the corner, and uh, you know. 
calling them over like to fight, even though I knew they probably couldn't even see me from where I was. But uh, it's a good time to do yeah, it. I ran back and forth in the row because there was lots of space to do that. And uh, yeah, it was great heckling a guy in a purple shirt. Or, or, uh, what did you call him again? I don't remember. I believe it was Hey Purple Shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey Purple Shirt. <laughs> Uh, that was great. Um, number one. He uh, had no idea that it, you were yelling. No, but like deep down, he knew. Number Could one, this is probably, uh, it's almost like too obvious, but I'll let you do. Number one moment of Nippert this season. Take it away. Tell you what, it is so obvious. Everyone uh, write down your guesses. <laughs> okay. Not allowed to choose one. And t- now, now tweet. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Hashtag Tiff. I don't even remember what I said. Tweet at us. Just uh, the Tiff. What your just the tiff? What your guess for number one is? It is thrashing Portland in our home opener. God, that was just fantastic, glorious. You know? And again, <sighs> not a not a sign Take of things back, to come. Right? Not a sign of things to come. <laughs> I'll tell you what was a sign of things to come about the game. Do you remember when Nick Haglund thought he had scored and they called him offsides and he had like jumped over the scores table and he was like pounding his chest? <laughs> Oh yeah, I was you know, it was quite early and everything and I was like, This guy's worth it. You're just so wrong, Jeff Rigger. He's worth it. Yeah. He got it for his city. Yeah, but uh No. Yeah, it was him gone. Being, him that, being offside, that exactly that was, was yeah. that was a perfect sign of the high followed by just low, low that we yeah, were looking for. That was to. like that was the dream of what could have been this season. Like, wow, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking crazy this year. Um so for at least one game you know, we had great guards out there. Adi went off injured, but he started that game. You know, I was like, it was our squad. They were all there. But uh, it ended up not being, but uh, just a magical day, you know? Just a magical day. What do you think? What else can you say, really? It, it was very important. I think that was important for the, I don't want to say for the city, but for the people who care about the team, like that actually care, not the. I mean, this is kind of, I don't really give a shit if you care or not. If you go to the game, that's cool. You get to be a part of the attendance number. Thank you. But for those who, let's say, were at the Louisville game, like that that subsection of fans, it's pretty important. It's something you're going to hold on to for a long time that we were able to do that. Now, after seeing, is Portland even, are they are they going into the playoffs? I'm going to say no. That's but a Kevin I'm... question. Well, well Kevin oh, yeah, will answer yeah, that in a minute currently... that it doesn't exist. No. Uh, yep, they're currently in sixth place. So yeah, okay, a well, playoff team gets in except us. So there yeah, go. pretty much. But I will say, or I should say, I, I, I hypothesize. What would imagine if we hadn't had that game? Imagine what the home season would have been like without that one moment. I mean, that got us. That got us pretty far. You know, imagine so life we, uh, without that game. That game was huge. We should have beaten kansas city and then that weird garza thing happened and then we didn't get destroyed by la we gave up a vela goal late in the game so then by the time we got back home again we lost was it four to nothing to rsl three yeah if we didn't have the high was it three if we didn't have the uh the portland win man that i don't even like i keep looking and it hurts more and more every time there's there's the maze game okay that's better (laughs) but yeah that's just that sustained us Thank God. They gave us enough. And what was an awful season? They gave us enough morsels. Bretonnia's kick. The Portland home opener. Just a few moments here and there. Just enough you know, to like survive. But they came few and far between at the end. 
I'll put an honorable mention in here of Please every do. time I get to hear Tommy G's and a strike from Bertoni at the stadium. You know, that's that uh, gives uh, me the life. highlights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll ask I've you. I've never again. heard it pronounced Bertoni other than there. So everyone else on to that. Bertone. Also, they call him Leo, but he pronounces his own name Leonardo. So I, I call a challenge on that one. Hopefully, we'll get to the bottom of it next year if he's still a member of this team. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'll give you one chance. You know, I made the list. And people are screaming at their podcast receptacle right now. Is there any other moment that you know? Is there an obvious one? There wasn't a lot of moments. Is there anything else that I'm forgetting that you want to add before we uh, hit the highway? The USL chant it was just beautiful. <laughs> so you know, it was against was us. I'm happy I was there for that. <laughs> Pretty brutal uh but yeah it's that kind of season so you know if you have your own top 10 that you think is better tweet it at me or joe aka at three def or at knifey line radio uh hashtag it just the tiff and um just the tiff i don't know what we'll do with it but yeah first slash um you know this is my potpourri for today i don't want to edit it so 45 minutes solid episode joe we uh we took your KLR virginity first and po- possibly last time you you died during childbirth after getting pregnant while having your first sexual encounter. <laughs> hey Soups, thanks for having me. Oh, it was my pleasure. Is there anything you want to add? Anything you want to share to the world? Uh, this why, is your big chance. Why did you guys not send in your thirty second recordings? You have eighteen different microphone devices around you. It would have been neat and fun yet you don't have neatness or funness built in, that's fine. Let me send in eight of them. I'm all for shaming our listeners. It's become my favorite pastime. How dare you? Who do you think you are? I do. Well, uh, next week, last game, last regular episode of, we'll say of the season. Don't really know what's going to happen, but uh, it's the last. I'm thinking Airborne 2. I could write that out. Yeah, do a live reading of a new script for Airborne 2. Rollerblade action scenes will be really great. Just red. Cool, cool. Downhill race. Yeah. Very intense. Um, In the background. All right. My final thoughts. Truly last place in everything forever. Bottom of the barrel. No place to go but up. One last hurrah next week. Let's go out on top. Let's not let Paul Ariel score. Um, Yeah. Emilio, it's Gutman, Zach and Nick, Holler, Joe, you want to send us out with Sting? Yeah, I'm going to have to get my uh, first place forever tattoo modified, I think. I'll put USL first place. That, yeah, that's easy. It's an I, that's you I could, No, I'd leave it at first place because it's, it's an ironic hipster tattoo, so you can leave right. it. First place in our hearts, KLR uh, season two scarf coming out real soon. Trust me, guys, any day now. Um, oh, uh can can I say please can I you tell can. people to join the Discord? Go for it. Explain. Hey, uh, join the FC Cincinnati Discord. We talk about FC Cincinnati and big, other bullshit. Big brother. And, and yeah, we got, got all kinds of different channels. And I don't want to, you know, don't want to scare people off. Yeah, there's there's some weird stuff going on in there too. But there's room for you. Fiddle's just on don't there. Don't be a dick. The real fiddle. fiddle is on there. He was posting the other uh, day. Yeah, he he was all about. Oh, that. I had that for my potpourri. Fiddle poured a gallon of milk on himself, everyone. Yes, he did. Big news. Good good guy. 
lactose tolerant. Yeah, FC Cincy Discord. He is lactose tolerant. I should have. Uh, I should have. I should DM on there and see if I can get an interview. That'd be that'd be How the does biggest. Zach feel about that waste of dairy? Um, he probably doesn't feel very much because the world is wasting so much dairy every day. You know what I'm saying? More like how dare you, world? How dare you, world? Fiddle, what's good? All right, man. God uh, bless. FCCincyDiscord.com, by the way. Yeah, do it. Or just on yeah. Twitter, FCCincyDiscord. Get yourself the app. Join the pride. You can be in the Slack. You can be in the private Slack where we make all the moves. Call that P-Slack. Private, private, private. All right. All right. God bless. God bless. You get the final, word. The final word. Go for it. Go for it. Hashtag just the tip. Just the tip. Touch for explaining too much, making a lie.